Good morning, everyone. Lee Henson here from Agile Dad. It's time for today's edition of Daily Stand-Up, so without any further ado, let's get started. I thought on this Friday episode that we would take a moment to step back from Agile and to just kind of look at the state of the world around us and the things that we're doing and, you know, whether we are looking at things through the right lens or not. And I know it's different, and it's not a topic that we typically cover, but I want to talk a little bit about having a heart filled with gratitude and about being grateful for the things that we have in our lives. And, you know, we're surrounded in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, COVID-19 is rampant and people are confused. People you know, don't know what to believe or who to believe. There are some people out there who believe it's all a conspiracy and that uh, COVID-19 really doesn't even exist and that people are making this up to combat something different or to put us in a place where we are unable to make decisions for ourselves. Others believe that it's critical, that it's growing, that it's concerning, that people are dying, and that it's something that needs to be addressed right away and that uh, you know that, that more could be done to keep us healthy, well, and protected. And I guess what I'm trying to say is I think that we need to think a little bigger. Uh, not just about this pandemic or about the social injustices that are happening or about the things that are happening in our communities and around us. We need to think more along the lines of what value have we added to the world today? And, you know, in order to do that, I want to just take a minute to discuss. I do a keynote presentation that's you know about success in life, and it talks about the three fundamental things that you need to do in order to be successful. So the first on my list of three is uh, we need to have a sound foundation. Now, whether that's a spiritual foundation or whether that's something that you just embrace or whether it's family or, you know, I don't have specific rules about what that foundation needs to be. But I do say that it needs to be something that keeps you grounded and keeps you focused. And if we can do that, wow, that's an incredible opportunity for us to really get a better understanding of who we are and to help us really center our focus about what we can do to make a difference, which leads me to step two. Step two is to have a story to tell. Now, this isn't a story about, you know, what you've done to solve world hunger or how you're a hero. The story to tell asks you to think to yourself each day, what have I done to contribute to make the world a better place? And I know that there's been a lot of voices that haven't been heard or a lot of people who feel like, you know, they, they have so much that they want to talk about and so much that they want to do and they don't have a platform to do it. You know, I hope that you take advantage of the platform that you do have and that you find a way to express yourself and to, in a way that would uplift others and help us all be better as a people. I think that too often we are not focused on uplifting and making each other better, but we're focused on tearing each other down. And I think that if we regenerate and reclaim that focus and just look through a lens of what can I do to uplift someone else and make someone better? You know, it's kind of funny. I have a small, funny story. Um, Two things happened to me. So I, I was at, of all places, Walmart. And uh, I was shopping for some groceries there inside. And I guess I should back up a little further. 
We placed an order for Walmart pickup because we didn't want to have to go into the store if necessary, and we're trying to do our part to help stop the spread of bad things happening. And and when we went to pick up our order, there were 30 items that they said were out of stock. And uh, this is the week of my son's birthday, and we wanted to have certain things for a party, and you know everything showed in stock when we made our purchase. And it was just really frustrating because many of these things you could tell that the clerk on the other end maybe was just being lazy or didn't want to take the time to research and find those items. So some of them were rather obscure, granted, but many of those items were things that could have easily been found, but it would have been a little bit of a walk to get. And it was apparent that the the person who pulled our order you know, didn't want to take the time to perfect their craft. They didn't want to take the time, and maybe it's because they're being judged by how long it takes. Who knows? but they didn't want to take the time to grab all the items that they needed. So with that being said, um, we had many items that weren't selected. And as a result, I ended up having to go back to the store the next day. And when I went to the store the next day, I was looking for something really simple. I was looking for avocados. And I went up to a gentleman, and he was an older gentleman. And uh, I said, excuse me, I said, can you guide me to the avocados? Do you have any? And specifically, if you have any that are more ripe, I'd love that. And he stopped for a minute. He says, no, sir. He says, unfortunately, he says, we don't have any of those. He says, we have avocados, but they're all really hard. He says, they just came in today. He says, and if it's something you're looking to make a good guacamole with, he said, you're going to have to wait several days. And he could tell that I felt you know, a little disappointed by his answer. But he said, don't be discouraged. He says, there's things you can do. You know, you can put them in a paper bag. You can do these things. And he was giving me tips to help me make my avocados ripen faster. And I sat and had a conversation with this man about how long he's worked in the produce section and, you know, how impressed I was that he tried so hard to make me happy and went out of his way to to find a way to, you know, hey, have you thought about maybe substituting and doing a fresh pico or what about this? You know, and, and it was just he didn't have to do that he had other jobs and other things that he could be doing but he took the time out to talk to me but I think the part that really blew my mind was this part he stopped at the end and he looked me in the eye and he said thank you for being kind to me today thank you for talking to me and it just made me think to myself how frustrated I was that I live in a world where people just can't be kind where people don't take time to talk to one another or to share a smile and just the fact that he stood there with me and we were able to have a nice what probably was only a two or three minute conversation uplifted his day and reminded him that not all people are bad people and it certainly made my day and the story doesn't end there i moved over to an aisle where uh my son wanted some cookies for part of his birthday celebration so i was there buying chocolate chips and the milk chocolate chips, of course, they had none on a shelf, but on the very top of the shelves where they keep the extra overage, uh, you know, it's probably about six and a half, seven feet high. Uh, they had a box, uh, not just one, but two boxes of, ch of milk chocolate chips up there. And of course, there were none on a shelf. So I was struggling to try to get one of the boxes down. I was rather empty and I was struggling to get the boxes down. And, uh, you know, I, I climbed up, admittedly, onto the first shelf and stretched as high as I could. I even used my phone to try to get a little extra height and, you know, tap the front of the box and pull it towards me. Only to discover that when I did that, it pushed the box further back. And now I was growing concerned that I didn't want to push something on the other side of the aisle over onto somebody else. 
and that maybe this type of adventure was a bad idea, and that maybe I ought to just chalk up, uh, you know, the chocolate chips to not being able to get them. And uh, a, a family walked by, and they had a gentleman who, I swear to you, he must have played NBA basketball. I mean, this guy was clearly over six feet tall. Now, he had his headphones on, uh, but it was evident that I was struggling to get this box down. And uh, even so evident that he stopped for a few moments, looked at me, shook his head, and then kept walking. And I just thought to myself how angry or frustrated I was that this gentleman wouldn't stop and just be kind and help me get a box. And no, I didn't ask for or solicit his help, but you know, why can't we be the type of people who offer? And uh, you know, I don't want to end on a bad note, so literally seconds later from the other end of the aisle, all the way at the other end, this guy comes running over from a different family. And, uh, you know, if you judge by looks on the surface, this guy had tattoos all over. He had long dreadlocks. He, he wasn't the typical guy that you'd expect to run up and help. But he looked at me and says, hey, man, he says, you need help getting that box? I said, yeah, you know, and he, he was much taller than I was. He was able to easily reach up. He goes, where's your card? I'll put it in. I said, oh, I'm not buying a whole box of chocolate chips. But, you know, I said, do you need any chocolate chips? I said, if so, I'll buy you some. And he says, no, no. He says, I just saw you struggling and I ran down here to help. And I just thought to myself, why can't we all live that way? Why can't we all be the person who looks for an opportunity to give help and assistance, to lend a, to lend a hand when needed, right? And I think that the third, well, I don't think, I know the third step that I tell people for success is to have a clear goal. Now, it doesn't mean need to be the stars and the moon. You know, it's something tangible, something that you can act upon. And my challenge for you this day is I'm going to give you a goal. I want you to set a goal to be kind to three people today. Whether it's just passing and giving them a smile. Whether it's someone in your family that needs extra support or love. Whether it's just going out of your way to get someone a glass of water or to, or to you know, tell somebody how much you appreciate what they do. I want you to find three unique ways to be kind to someone else and uplift them. And what I can promise you is if you do this that you'll find a joy inside of yourself that will help you understand what the solution is to every problem we're seeing in the world today. If we want to solve COVID, if we want to solve racial inequality, if we want to solve all these problems, it's going to start with love and understanding and not being confrontational, but having listening ears and, and eliminating bias and cognitive bias and prejudice and getting past all this nonsense so that we can be a people who uplift each other and who make people proud. You know, one of the things that I've discovered is that sometimes tragedy besets us and, and helps us discover who the greater person is. And I want to encourage you to be the bigger person, be the greater person. Look at someone with compassion and love and, and not with anxiety and strife. And, and don't be fearful and find ways to extend help to your fellow man or fellow woman. And I, I, I strongly agree and support that if you can find these things and you can do these things, that you're going to be one of the proponents to help make the world a better place. So while this topic wasn't agile today, I still hope you enjoyed uh, the topic. And, you know, I encourage you to dig a little deeper and to find ways to 
express yourself and if you have other topics like this that you want to hear talked about don't be afraid to reach out and let us know we love to tackle your topics here at the agile at the daily stand-up podcast on agile dad so with no further ado we encourage you to stay healthy stay well stay agile and until next week my friends take care